0: I didn't realize how many imperfections I have. That's what I do most days uh, with myself. God, he doesn't do that. He looks at you, he pulls in the magnifying glass, and who he sees is Jesus, and he sees that you're perfect. You know, like, Jesus steps in our place, and he's like, oh my gosh, I love this, this man, I love this woman, you know? And so, uh, you're made in the image of God, he's, he's crazy about you, and the Father, he lavishes us with his love.
1: Welcome to the special Friday edition of Jesus is Real Radio, featuring Pastor Daniel Fusco and special guest, Pastor Adam Weber. Mirrors can be brutal at times. The more you look at your reflection, the more you hate the person staring back at you. But today on the broadcast, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Adam Weber share how God sees you differently than you see yourself. His mirror of you shows that you're worthy, forgiven, and a reflection of Him. Now here's Pastor Daniel and Pastor Adam Weber with the Friday edition of Jesus is Real Radio.
0: Stay close to God if you allowed Him to to process your pain with Him in a healthy way, in a life-giving way. I promise you, you will find the most fruitful, life-giving season ahead. And I mean that in the non-prosperity gospel sort of way. I'm talking like in the fullest sense of joy and peace. Because Daniel, when you asked me how I was doing, I mean, it was just like, gosh, yeah, things are far from perfect, but man, my soul is so good. And um, that's a huge part of it.
2: Yeah, and share it with us this, Adam. In that season, right, um, when things are painful, when things are hurtful, when things are not going well, when, when we're going, when we're being refined and the heat is turned up and all this stuff's going on for many people like they lose their ability to be able to stay close and whether it's, they're just so hurt. They're so beside themselves. There's, there's so many, it's so disruptive. There's so many questions. And I think all that we've gone through and are going through culturally right now, uh, there is this, you know, uh, kind of, everyone is kind of, uh, crispy. Everyone is on edge. Everybody is, uh, you know, hitting their, the collective wall. There's all these yeah. different, you know, um, In that season, you know, how did you do holding on to the Lord? I think I know how you're going to answer that, but like, but like, was there anything that in that season that you learned uh, while you were just kind of clinging uh, to try and stay connected and close to the Lord, given just the the level of uh, anguish and pain?
0: Yeah, we, we talked about it already a little bit, like the importance of community, um, I, I mean having those close brothers uh, that I could be totally unpolished with, just uncandid to share the good, bad and otherwise inside of me. I mean you look at you look at King David's words. they're pretty intense words. and we can speak those with God, but also to have, I mean a very few trusted people that you can just process that with. That was critical for me because I would I would openly process with them, which is very different than gossiping, very different than bad. I mean, like here are just like people who are black holes in my life that I can just share and I know it's not going anywhere. So I could process it with them and then they could speak truth back to me. Mm. That was critical. And they were just there. Another thing was was I went to see a counselor again during that season. A Christian counselor who could help me process my pain, could help me decipher between truth and lies. And I I think for me, and this is just my bias, really finding someone who's a solid, solid believer is huge. I mean, that was critically important, really, to have someone coming from a, a Christ-centered approach to counseling, very trained academically. Like, I mean, very respected in the counseling field. But to have that was that was critical. And then I think also uh, just an understanding. Uh, this is emotionally healthy spirituality, Pete Gazzaro. I just I'm such a huge fan of Pete. But really being able to process my emotions. you know, I think Christians oftentimes we're not good at processing and feeling things like pain or feeling grief. I think a lot of times we need to we, we try to put the the Jesus bumper sticker on it right away. Uh, instead of, I mean, you look at the Old Testament, it's full of lamenting and grief. And so I think being able to like put words to our feelings as we process them with God, Uh, I think that was such a helpful, that was a helpful thing of just, of just having that. So I think there was so many different reasons. Also mentors, man, gosh, long-term Jesus following mentors. Uh, there's, there's one couple specifically who went through something much bigger than me, uh, where they were really scrutinized and criticized and, and really judged on a, on a fairly big level here locally and to be able to go to them and say, how did you process this? How did you handle this? And to hear that from people in my eyes who are two saints or legends and to hear their wisdom was so, so important.
2: So, and and again, thanks for being honest about all that. And, and, and I wanted to ask you that because I know for so many people, they're like, how can I have a healthy soul in the midst of all this? And how can I not lose my faith in the midst of all of this? And how can I? grow closer and, 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 and maybe set myself up for fruitfulness in three seasons or three years uh, yeah. as I go through this. So thanks for just being super honest with that. Now let's yeah. switch gears a little bit, because I want to talk a little bit about, about your newest book. Love has a name, which listen, wherever you buy books, probably Amazon, go get yourself a copy of this book. I, I love this book <laughs> because one of the things that I think you do so powerfully in the book is y- you remind us that God loves people through people, Yeah. right? Like, like, like God's love to us is embodied and, and, and it, it's really like an encouragement to be the embodied love of God for people around you. So talk about like the book. I mean, I, 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 like I, I just love the book so much. So I'm like, I, I love talking about this book. I wish I wrote it, but I'm happy that Adam uh, wrote it. I've been so blessed by it. So <laughs> talk a little bit about, about Love Has a Name and, and what your hope that people will get out of it.
0: Yeah, so this book, well, it came out of that season of pain. Uh, after, I mean, going through, be just feeling really, really hurt and just really, really broken. For the first time in my life, I didn't want to love anybody. And that's, that's new for me. I've always, uh, had just an interest in people. I mean, in the stranger you are, the more I want to be your BFF for life. You know, like, I'm like, that's why we're friends. I get it. Oh my gosh. I see, I see interesting characters and I'm like, I walk right towards them as like a sea of people are walking away. So I've genuinely just always loved people. And I used to wonder at what point do you become a jaded old, cynic you know like i couldn't Mm -hmm. even fathom that because i just naturally just love life and love people well after that season a few years ago i didn't want to love anybody and yet, uh, Jesus says that loving him and loving others is the most important thing. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. That's probably, I, I probably need to work on this love thing, but I, I genuinely just still didn't want to. And then not to write a book. This, this book was such a healing part of my process and journey actually, but really for my own soul, God began to highlight different people in my life who I either tried to love or they loved me. And I just began to think about all these different people who came to mind throughout my life who showed me what love is. And I, I, and so it's really it's the story of 27 people who have either loved me or I've tried to love them combined with someone similar that Jesus tried to love. And so the book is just a book of stories and my hope a stories of stories of Jesus and stories of different people that I've crossed paths with who have shown me what love is all about. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's such a random group of people. And even still, like it's been so cool, even in the last year, it's been so cool, different people that I'm like, gosh, you showed me another element of what love is all about. I mean, one of the, one of the people is a guy named Antonio. Antonio is 21 years old. uh, And yet he has kind of the comprehension of someone who's right around, I'd say like 10, 11, 12. Uh, So he had a brain injury when he was young. Uh, and Antonio, he taught me what it looks like to to love someone extravagantly. Years ago, uh, there there I was preaching, and while I was preaching about something like like cancer or divorce, I randomly heard somebody laughing, and the timing of it was just so bizarre. It kind of like shocked me a little bit. I'm like, nothing was funny about what I just said, and so I kind of let it die down. And I kept preaching. Next week, I'm preaching about something really really heavy, and uh and I'm like. And somebody started laughing again. And so I went to our camp's pastor and I said, hey, is there something I'm missing? There's a guy that's laughing every time I'm talking about something heavy. And he's like, oh, you need to meet him. And so I go in the entryway. And uh, as I'm walking up, the camp's pastor says, this this guy's named Antonio, and he's gonna be excited to meet you. So I walk up and Antonio doesn't say a word. He just starts shaking. He's so excited. He's like, ah, and I'm like, Dude, are you Antonio? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Uh, And you attend Embrace? Yeah. I <laughs> mean, just like what, what, like, like off the charts excitement. And uh, he was shaking so much every time I saw Antonio. I felt so loved. I felt so loved. Well, just to be true and honest, uh, throughout the months and time, we had different people who actually said, is there a way to quiet him down mm. like in the service? Cause he's kind of distracting and he's kind of awkward. And, and like it, you know, like I just, I just, you know, and yet here's, here's this, this guy who loves the Lord and is just loves people so well. One time Jesus was hanging out with this, this Pharisee and this woman who was most likely a prostitute came up and began to, you know, pour oil over Jesus and, and like right away, the, the the Pharisees trying to get him away, like oh my gosh, like you're distracting Jesus, and yet Jesus ends up saying like no, what she's done is beautiful, like mm-hmm. she's she's actually the VIP in this equation. Well, you know the Pharisees like trying to push her away and whatever, and she's he's like no, this lady wherever she goes, she's gonna be talked about forever. And I just look at I just look at what, and I'm like that's Antonio. You know, other people might want to kind of push him away. And it's like, ah. Oh. and yet I, when I think about being loved, like Jesus, Antonio shows me that. So once a month still, uh, we, we, uh, FaceTime once a month. And, uh, there's another guy named, <laughs> there's another guy named Nico from Canada who read the book and fell in love with Antonio's story. So I now connected the both of them and about once a month, once every other month, the three of us do a three-way zoom call. And it's the highlight of my, of my, my, my month, every single time I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I once had this feeling. I interviewed somebody for my podcast, a New York Times bestseller the same day that I had that three-way zoom call. And I felt like God reminded me, he said, Adam, if you forget who the VIPs are today that you're connecting with, I love this New York Times bestseller, but the VIPs, let me just be really, really clear with you are Nico and Antonio. And, uh, every time I'm with them, I feel the love of Jesus.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it. And, and how unpowerful would it be if all of us just decided like, hey, I want to be like an Antonio in people's lives. I want to be somebody who God's love moves through, you know, uh, even despite whatever limitations, quote unquote, the culture might say that we have or, or whatever that is. And, and I think you're, you know, I'll be honest, Adam, I believe that you're uh, a great example of that of somebody who, you know, you're allowing uh Jesus to not only love you but to love people through you and I wanted to thank you for that.
0: Oh, well I'm I'm grateful for that. I look at Antonio anytime you're talking with him and there's a room full of people, he's not scanning the room to look for somebody who might be more important than you. Mm. You know, like, "Oh, I got to get out of this conversation so I can talk to the to the somebody in the room." Antonio doesn't care. The somebody in the room is the person in front of him. Mm. I mean, and and I, I wanna I wanna love people like that, where I'm like, I'm with Daniel right now. And so if somebody else comes in the room that's more important, okay, if I'm supposed to connect with them, that'll happen. But but all I'm I'm worried about, all I'm thinking about is just listening to Daniel and just wondering how his day's going. And what is he excited about right now? What's he sad about? What's he What's he overwhelmed about? I'm not thinking about other things or other people or what this connection and relationship will do with me or for me or, or what can I get from him. Antonio never thinks about that way. All he's focused on is the person in front of him. I'm always blown away by how people are longing to be seen. Mm. Young, old, rich, poor, like whoever you are, people are not just like young kids in school. I'm talking grown men and grown women are long and just to be seen and noticed and loved. And gosh, you want to change the world. You start, you just start, just start loving that person so well in front of you. It changes everything. And, mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think sometimes we look for this next great thing or like, gosh, what, what's this? And it's just like, gosh, sometimes I'm like, it's really, really basic. I mean, Jesus just like, just love me and love people well. And that, that, like uh, I know it's it's not easy. It's not easy. It's simple. It's not easy. But gosh, you just focus on these two things, and um, I'll take care of the rest.
2: Mm. And isn't it true that in the Gospels, like Jesus is always super present with whoever's in front of him. Like like he's going somewhere and then all of a sudden he gets sidetracked because a woman with a flow of blood touches the hem of his garment he heals her and even though he's going to try and heal this little girl and he's trying to get there he's like hey oh who touched me you know and like makes like a whole thing about it. i'm just like i'm always like jesus is never in a rush jesus is just like what's it okay let's just talk about what just happened like where where'd she go who is she you know and i'm just like i love that about jesus right
0: i do too I do too, even, and, uh, just in, with people who in everyone else's eyes, no one cares about mm. like my, my favorite, my favorite two, uh, two guys, the two blind men who are on the road and Jesus is walking by and they start yelling, Jesus, son of David. And the crowd's just like, you know, they're basically like, shut up. Like, you don't matter. Be quiet. And I love, they're kind of feisty. They're two feisty guys. Told, loud, right? They start loud yelling louder. <laughs> They're like, who who are you? I'm trying to talk to Jesus. And I love that Jesus stops. And uh, one of the things with my soul being well, Mm. when I have room for interruptions, I can tell my soul as well. Mm. Uh, For for me, my soul goes not good places when I start treating myself like a robot. And I'm so packed tight schedule-wise that I don't have room for anybody, including myself. And, and when I'm in that place, my soul's not good because any interruptions, these two guys on the side of the road who are trying to stop me, I don't have any time for you. And you've, mm. you've actually annoy me that you even tried to stop me. Mm. That's the opposite of Jesus. Like, you know, and, and so I, I'm like, I can tell when my soul's well, when interruptions are not interruptions, they're humans with a soul. And I treat them like that. I can tell that's, that's a huge indicator to me that I'm at a good place in my walk with Jesus is when someone uh, interrupts me and instead of like being annoyed internally, I would never say it on the outside. You know, I'm like, Oh, I'm a pastor. I can't, Mm. I can't say it that that I'm really annoyed with you, but in my soul uh, and before God, I can tell when I'm at a really great place is when those things happen. And then first thing I do is I start smiling. Mm. I'm like, man, you're at a good place right now, Weber, (laughs) you know, because uh, this could be interesting but you know that this person's made in the image of God. And um, what I found is every time that I allow those interruptions to become my focus, Jesus ends up taking me on the coolest adventure ever. And it becomes the highlight of my day. And I'm like, why don't I say yes to these adventures every single time?
2: Oh, I love it. And what a profound insight, you know, that, that when we can see these inconveniences as opportunities that God is inviting us into, And so there's a lot we could talk about, but I know our time is running short. So, so a few quick last questions first, if people want to find more about you, Adam online, social media, also you have your amazing podcast, the conversation, love that podcast, honored to have been on it, you know, so where do people find you online, Adam?
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm honored by all your kindness there. You can find The Conversation podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram or Twitter. So it's just Adam A. Weber on Instagram and Adam Weber on Twitter. Um, yeah, if you ever have a question or a prayer request specifically, I'd be honored to, to pray for you. I feel like that's one of the main things that God has been placing on my soul is just to pray for people. And so uh, if that's you, gosh, I'd be, I'd be honored to do that for you.
2: So And if people want to find your book, because your your newest book, of course, is Love Has a Name. But then you, you had your book about prayer, which is – I think that was when I first uh. introduced you, uh, Talking With God.
0: Yep, Talking With God is my other book. Yes, uh, so both Both books are available anywhere books are sold. I'll warn you, I have like a fifth-grade writing level. And so, so uh, it's very conversational is the nice way of putting it. But, no, I, I really hope that kind of my lightheartedness and – Uh, Cheesiness can somehow just open up your heart and even soften your heart to prayer and also just loving people I try to be as honest as I can uh, Throughout everything. I'm a work in progress. That's my mo. I'm a work in progress and that's not just something I say It's who I am. I just I desperately need jesus and I can't imagine life without him And so I pray that anything I say or do whether it's a message you listen to I just hope it would push you a little bit closer to jesus. That would be success in my eyes
2: so good. And if you had the opportunity to speak to every single person in the body of Christ at one time, and you just had a few sentences to be able to share with them in this cultural moment, what would you say?
0: I would just want to remind you just how much you're, you're loved by God. Mm. Um, you know, the last chapter in my book is all about the hardest person in my life to love is myself. And um, you know, I I my folks, uh, I, I share this story. My folks have one of those magnifying mirrors in their bathroom. It's a it's, it's officially a sign of getting old, by the way. <laughs> but, but, but I'm like, it's got like the arms, so you can like even pull it closer to your face. The first time I saw it, I'm like, mom and dad, you guys are old, okay? But that magnifying mirror, it highlights everything. And I'd love to say that when I pull that magnifying mirror out, that I notice just how beautiful my face is and how perfect my head is for being a bald man but i start looking at it i'm like oh my goodness i didn't realize how many imperfections i have that's what i do most days uh with myself god he doesn't do that he Mm. looks at you he pulls in the magnifying glass and who he sees is jesus and he sees that you're perfect you know like jesus steps in our place and he's like oh my gosh i love this this man i love this woman you know and so uh you're made in the image of God. He's, he's crazy about you. And the father, he lavishes us with his love. He doesn't kind of just sporadically give it to us. I mean, it's just like more than needed. It's more than necessary. It's an abundance of love. So I, I, I think that, and then the second thing, because he's loved you so well, just allow that love, his love, not yours, just to spill all over the place. You know, like through your words, your attitude, this thing said and unsaid, just let that spill over people because other people are just as desperate to be loved as you are. And um, gosh, they're just waiting to experience. Again, it's not your love because if it's your love, that's really exhausting and hard and I'm tired. I don't have any love to offer but gosh, God's love. it mean, it just has no end. And he's like the beginning and the end. And like, I mean, it's, it's the source of where all love comes from. So there's a whole bunch more. So just keep on offering that to people, be life givers, joy spreaders. And um, gosh, there's no better life to live than that. That mm-hmm. was more than three sentences.
2: But it was, wor- it was worth all of it, man. It's so good. So listen, Adam, thanks so much for joining me here on the crazy happy podcast. You are a treasure. And I just appreciate you so much, buddy. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, it's a two way street. Love you so much, Daniel. Thanks for, thanks for being the real deal and the blessing in my life.
2: Uh, And everybody out there, listen, God bless you. As Adam encouraged us, listen, let's just go. Let's just spread that joy around sprinkle happiness and the love of God. Let's embody the love of God for the people we meet. Let's not be looking past people. The people right in front of us. Let's let those inconveniences be invitations from Jesus to step on into his life and his kingdom. And listen, until next time, be blessed. We love you. God bless you.
1: Jesus is real. What a great word today from Pastor Daniel and his guest, Adam Weber. Too often it's easy to get caught up in your own thing and you miss the person who's right in front of you. Thinking of it as an opportunity that God's placing in your path is a way to engage with loving someone that you weren't planning on interacting with. This book that Adam was sharing about is a great example of the love of God embracing others. While our time with you on Jesus is Real Radio may be coming to an end, you don't have to stop learning from God. Visit com to dive into Pastor Daniel's teachings from the Bible. And be sure to tune in Monday through Thursday for our weekday edition of Jesus Is Real. We'd love to meet you too. Find out more about how you can join us at Crossroads Community Church when you visit com. In the coming edition, Pastor Daniel will have special guest Bishop Dale Bronner. In that broadcast, you'll hear Bishop Bronner's take on the priorities of family and ministry. It will be great to hear insights in how these things have affected him personally and the advice he offers to you on what it looks like to live out the Christian life. There are very practical tips and words of wisdom that you won't want to miss out on. Well, that's all the time we have for this special Friday edition of Jesus Is Real Radio. For more information, visit JesusIsRealRadio.com today's broadcast was produced from the crazy happy podcast with pastor daniel fusco be sure to subscribe to the crazy happy podcast today and be sure to join us again for another edition of jesus is real radio